When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hey everyone, welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. It's brought to you by Jake's 58 Casino Hotel. Get back and relax at Jake's 58 with Stand On Package or the Stay and Play Package. Discover the excitement you've been missing at Jake's 58 Casino Hotel. If gambling's a problem for you or someone you care about, please call the 24 hour toll free helpline at 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. Uh, let me start off tonight's ENN by saying good evening to Michael. I love pizza. It doesn't love me. And to uh, all of us. Size doesn't matter in that situation. I think, I think for ladies, it's all that matters. Size. <laughs> to, me, to me and Michael. I haven't shoveled in years. I've been doing New York living now for quite a long time. You shovel eight hours a day. And uh, great line. good evening to myself. Random radio yokel. I don't want to be Radio Yoko. It's not what I want. You're going to be blamed for breaking this up. I, I hope that's I hope that's never true. Um, you guys ready to talk a little ENN? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Um, did you guys? We didn't mention this much yesterday. Did you see that? Uh, ten of Deshaun Watson's accusers plan to be at the Browns Texans game this weekend. Okay, so they're making a statement, but I mean, the Browns know all of this, and they still sign him to an unbelievable record-setting deal. Can I ask you a question? Tough question. Hard question. Yep. Okay, I think all but like one or two of the accusers agreed to a deal. Yep. So that means that many of them agreed to the deal, but then are also going to go to make the statement? I guess. I, I, I find that confusing. Well, they don't have to say anything. Just stand there and say they disagree with him playing. So, yeah, I mean, meaning we accepted the deal, but we still don't think he should be playing. Right. I don't know. See, feels a little every, tough to me. A lot of people think it's so cut and dried of, well, they accepted the deal. That, may, that meant it never happened. I don't see it that way. But no, but I think some people do. It's like, well, they, they took the money, so obviously they just did it for the money. No, sometimes you take the money because you realize a long, hard-fought court battle may not go your way because you need in order to convict um, beyond a reasonable doubt you need 100 percent you know of the jury to believe something happened and and sometimes it's just not worth them taking that kind of a chance and also going through the trial on, on the stand and talk about what happened to you that it just it, it's easier to take the money that doesn't necessarily mean he's innocent and it doesn't necessarily mean that nothing happened but that's how people will look at it so if you took the deal, does that mean you can't speak out, that you can't have a problem with him playing, that you can't, 
you know, well, show up you, there to try to protest? I don't think you can speak out and say he did this to me. I mean, that that's that's put you mean away. Legally. Once, yeah, once yeah, legally you can't. Otherwise, you have to give the money back. So you oh, have to drop show, all grievances. But you it also show could, up. But you could show up to show support. Yeah, you could. But they better not open their mouth. I bet. No, I, well then that's up to them. You yep. know, if they do, then they lose money or whatever. But. I, I think it's important for these if, if these women feel like something happened to them that they should be able to even if they took the deal show support for one another show support to the ones that didn't. Um, Watson has been silent on everything so far. He was expected to speak to the media for the first time, but he did not. His teammates described the excitement about having him back. Uh, Nick Chubb expressed excitement. They all did, but no word from Watson himself. Again, not how I would recommend coming back, going completely silently into it, but hey, you do you, bud. Um, let's go to your uh, New York foosball teams for a second, shall we? Sure. Um, first, let's hear from uh, Wink Martindale on the... On car, uh, car chucks. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah. Card Sharks. There you go. Oh, you mean the game show host, Wink Martindale? Yes. Thank you, there Don. You, you recognize what I <laughs> yes. couldn't pronounce. Uh, he was asked about Ojolari's availability and how much he's been Aziz Ojolari. That's right. I think that's Dave's is going to answer that one, if we'll have him back or not. You know, I hope that we do. How much have you missed him? A lot. It sounds like a Hallmark card, doesn't it? <laughs> I missed you a lot. <laughs> Deep stuff, Wink. Thank you very much. Wink. Uh, let's hear Chris Canty on with Greeny earlier, talking about the Jets' offense with Mike White at the helm. Mike White has shown me in more instances that he can be a professional quarterback, that he can make winning plays, and he can take care of the football. Zach Wilson has got six turnovers on the season to four passing touchdowns. That ain't exactly what you're looking for from your starting quarterback and a guy that you took with the second overall pick a year and a half ago. I think Mike White gives you a chance to win two or three games, which is all it would take for the Jets to grab one of those wild card positions. And we're talking about a franchise that hadn't been to the postseason since 2010. It's important for yeah. Rob Sala and the culture building, the program development in order to have something to show for all of the messaging that he's been giving his team over the last two years. And a postseason berth would go a long ways to reinforcing what Rob Sala has been preaching. And that to me feels like a recipe for allowing Mike White to play out the rest of the season. The rug got pulled out from under Zach Wilson because the Jets got too good too soon. If they were middling and they weren't threatening for a playoff spot, you ride yeah. Zach Wilson, just see what he's got. But, but you can't afford to take away a possible playoff spot. The other end of this, and, and, and some of it's not 100% true because White was really good against Cincinnati and the first half against Indianapolis last year. But there's also a scenario in which he plays well because this offense is just so good and the weapons are there, and, and Wilson couldn't take advantage of that. Like, that's the good news for the Jets. Forget about White. Maybe White's good enough to get them to the playoffs this year. But, like, long term, maybe it won't take the greatest quarterback in the world for this team to take advantage of the weapons that they have. Let's hear from uh, Coach Sala on just the, the confidence he has in his secondary. It's going to be fun. You know, Sauce is the ultimate strainer. Him and DJ, they strain and they play very, very, very hard. Not to say that they haven't played anyone that plays hard, but I'll put our guys up against anybody. Those guys are freaking good now, and it's going to be a great challenge. But uh, like I said, I think it's a challenge that our guys are excited for. Now, guys, this is interesting. Did you see that CJ Uzama was on uh, the Chris Rose show? 
Chris Rose, good guy. Yeah. Who is Chris? Who is Chris Rose? Uh, he used to be on MLB Network for a long time, and then when they had layoffs, they they laid him off and picked up by John Boy Media. But he's a good guy. Oh, nice. Well, shout out to Chris Rose. So he had the conversation with CJ and asked him if he spoke to Zach Wilson. Also works for the NFL Network, I think too. He asked uh, it, CJ if he spoke to Zach Wilson after the now infamous comments from a couple of weeks ago. I didn't go up to him, so like I texted him later that night, and then Monday after we had film, I texted him, and then I texted him on Tuesday night, just like, hey, man, like obviously, you know, you rubbed the team the wrong way. Just I'd say something if I were you, like whatever, just kind of address it, and he did. But he texted me early and said, hey, yeah, I had already planned to say something. I'm going to say something today during the, like after Saul has like talks, and I was like, after Saul talks, we usually don't have a team meeting. So then I already kind of like antennas were up, and then Saul had made his announcement, and then the coaches left, and then Zach addressed the team. And that was big of him. Like that, to me, especially after Saul said, hey, like we're going to make a change right now. Like getting up there, like very emotion, like emotional, rightfully so. I would have been emotional, and I'm not the, like you said, the number two pick, the franchise player and yeah he apologized to the team put the onus on himself and on his shoulders and yeah it was that was, a, that was a crazy couple of days you go up to him afterward and tell him good job yeah a lot of guys were like yeah appreciate it whatever and then individually there was like a little line that like dapped him up and said we appreciate you and we appreciate you saying that and he gained a lot of respect from the players f- from that gesture that's interesting to hear guys yeah well it shows you how upset they were yeah and they were very forgiving of him but Remember, the forgiveness came after the decision was already made that he wouldn't play. Is it wrong of me to say, listen, what he said was dumb, but them getting that upset? Come on, grow a pair. Oh, come on. Come on, man. No, it's not not that your feelings are hurt. He didn't say that they played badly. But he didn't say that he but, played badly, no, so but they it, needed a pound of his flesh? No, well, I just think they just want, players want other players to take responsibility for what's going on. That's all it is. It's not that their feelings were hurt. It was like, really, buddy? Look at the sacrifices we've had to make to have you grow. We're a really good football team, and we've got to watch you grow. It's all been about you. It's about Zach Wilson's growth. Well, you know what? We've got a good enough football team to make the playoffs. And you went out there and hurt our playoff chances by losing to the New England Patriots again, mostly because of you, and you won't own it? That's going to rub players the wrong way, Michael. All you're asking is to be accountable. Not this much to lose the locker room. I'm sure like when Zach Wilson uh, throws an incomplete pass, that's because Garrett Wilson ran the wrong route. Garrett Wilson doesn't doesn't take the heat. He just said, you know, everybody thinks it was Zach Wilson's fault. It's too much. No, but everything revolves around him. Every decision they make is about Zach. But he didn't rip them, Don. He didn't rip them. He 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 just said responsibility. But they wanted him to rip himself. And well, if you listen to Bob Wachuse's well, interview, he did rip himself. Yeah, but outwardly, you know, he had a chance to take play. You know, and and, and you look, you don't think that that room rallies around Justin Fields when he apologized to them for the way that he played. You don't think you rally around a Josh Allen when two weeks in a row he takes full responsibility for for the loss. I mean, come on, Michael, you want players to be able to represent themselves better than that. So it's not hurt feelings. It's like you're supposed to be the leader of this team. It's all about you, and this is the way you conduct yourself. C.J. Uzama will be on with DiPietro and Rothenberg Friday morning at 7.30 in the Jets Player Spotlight. Love it. Hey, now. Interesting stuff there. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Let's hear from Tom Thibault Diahu. Um, how, how impressed are you that he's an older gentleman, but yet no gray in that beard that he's got going? I don't think the beard's a good look for him. It, well, I agree with you. He has a perpetual it, frown anyway. But does it, does it, doesn't it say something, Peter? That what, How old is he? 66? 64? Something? No, he's in his 60s. He's in his 60s, but not 66, right. I don't think. But 60, well, whatever. But you know, here okay. I am, 54, and I'm Santa Claus, and he's got a, a beard that's you know, not, a, not well, an ounce of... But blood. you're unusual. I mean, let's be honest. That's, that's, a, that's a different kind of man you got going there. You but maybe I mean? also, I, don't, I, I hate to catch... He is 64. Versions. He is 64. Maybe he you know, touches it up a little bit. I, but I don't get that impression. Really? Do you, Peter? I, I, I don't know how to judge everyone. I get comments on nearly every Instagram post from people insisting that my beard should have gray in it. But so I don't know. But do you think that if you thing- let your hair grow out, there would be gray hair in there? There already are. I mean, like there there it, it when it's when my beard is long. This barber the other day cut it too short. But when my beard is long, like it's there. It just doesn't really show up on camera. But we've he didn't have this beard to start the season, did he? Yeah, I think the start of the season last year he didn't have it. But I think we've seen it grow, and I never saw. I, 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 I don't think there's a just for men. All right, I think this is all him. It's very. I, I like the take. I really do. But you just don't know how accurate it is. No. Yeah. We well, of course you're talking out of your you know what, but I appreciate. <laughs> of course, it. but that's what we do, right? Uh, he was a day. He was asked if he had a feeling that Julius Randle would have a big night on his birthday. Yeah, he's super aggressive, great rhythm, moved really well without the ball. His teammates searched him out. A lot of movement was good, very good. Exciting stuff. You know what I said? Here's the deal with the Knicks, okay? Here's the deal with the Knicks. The only consistent player is their point guard, Bronson. And then you flip the coin whether Barrett or Randall are going to play like Randall played yesterday. If they all played great every day, they can compete against anybody. Let's see what they do against the Bucs tonight. Because, again, you can't just have Jalen Brunson give the same performance every single game and have other guys disappear. Randall could disappear today. And they took him out after the third quarter because of the back-to-back coming up to make yeah. sure he's got something today. And R.J. Barrett has been an absolute bust this year after signing that contract. He's been yeah. terrible. Yeah. The, those guys have to step up and play every day. Every game, they have to be consistent. I'm going to say something that's going to cause a lot of trouble. Really? We love yeah. trouble. I, I think sound is whack now. So oh. guests are whack and sound is whack. Yeah, I get it. I, and, I, and I think sound is more whack than guests. I, I don't need to hear. If I never hear from Theo Diabo again, I mean, talk about just boring me into a, a coma. Let, let's see if Julius Randle does. Daniel Jones, if he's going to be firing cliche, I'm good. I can, I can be Daniel Jones. So I'm out. <laughs> all right, I'm out on sound. That's going to save a lot of, by the way, people, real quick, a lot of work, by the way. Who, was, who, had the most, who had the most boring sound today? Would it be uh, Wink Martindale? Nope. Daniel know. Jones? Yes. Or Tom Thibodeau? Uh, uh, play Thibodeau again. No, you really? well, you, you're down on sound. 
Uh, but I, I just want I just I want you to now listen with the ear of of what I just said. All right. Yeah, he was super aggressive, great rhythm, wow. moved really well without the ball. His teammates searched him out. A lot of movement was good, very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. All right, you know that, what? That's not helping. Let me anybody. let me give you <laughs> let me give you something that, that you're going to be happy. You want sound? You want the only sound that is guaranteed to win when you over Don? Let's see. How about Charles Barkley making a guarantee about USA soccer? We right. going for the to the Netherlands. We opening up a can of whoop ass. I get it. Team oh. Netherlands in trouble. <laughs> hey Tyler, my man, twelve. We going on. Hey, I want Spain. I want Brazil. I want Germany. I want France. Oh, they got that boy Mbappe over there, France. He ain't no no joke. But we gonna beat the Netherlands. I like. See that sound? That's forwarding a show. Did you see what Cristiano Ronaldo was offered by the uh, the team, in, the Saudi team? No, three hundred and thirteen million dollars for three years. Wow. You know, you know so what they when call we complain about this? Max Scherzer, you, know, you can say, "Well, Cristiano Ronaldo's thirty-seven years old." You know what they call that? The, the Saudis call that Michael ashtray toilet money. paper. Yeah, it's ashtray money. Yeah. Um, let's let's close out with some World Cup watch, shall we? Oh, <laughs> oh can you believe this? Go, go, World Cup Watch. I won't try eggs. I'm going to try soccer. If you're the fucking USA soccer, then you're a moron. Do you know when soccer will take hold here in the States, Peter? When's that? When they have the absolute sack and cubes, okay, to hire an announcer that doesn't have a European accent. Let Ryan Rucco do it. Let's see how he does. Why does, it have a, why does the guy why? have a European accent to call soccer? Why? <sighs> I think it's it's just they're getting people from, you know, countries where you have a lot of experience, a lot of experienced broadcasters. Well, you know what? Joe Tolleson did an unbelievable job doing play-by-play of NYCFC really on Yes. Unbelievable. Doesn't have a European accent. Well, no, let's, let's hear. So there was a lot of drama in the Mexico-Saudi Arabia game. I bet you with a European accent. Uh, probably. Um, now... Mexico was tied with Poland in goal differential. Of course they were. When we went to extra time. Now, you, Michael, you want to be mad about the result? How about this? After goal dif- differential, right. the next tiebreaker is who has the least yellow cards. Mm. So they're so, playing like Uno. It's basically Uno. So Mexico really needed to get a third goal to give themselves the win. They got it. It was called back. It turned out to be offside. And then a few minutes later, with Mexico attempting to press to get that goal, this happened. Oh, Dalsri here. Plays the one-two. Can he finish it off? He does. Oh, Dalsri. And that kills Mexican hopes. Stone dead. A cruel and agonizing finish. I like Don, I, you know, you, you know who I think should be uh, come back tomorrow? Hmm. We haven't heard from him in a while. We don't even know where he is. If he's alive, Dominic McGregor. Oh, oh, he passed. He passed away. He passed. Is that true? Well, we're assuming. We never found a body, but he never came back. Where was it in, um, it was in 2018? In Russia, right? It might yeah, have been. He, yeah. he died? He Well, he just stopped calling, and uh, the, the, all the contacts that I have that knew him, because I never spoke to him directly, have lost all contact with him, and the last I heard is they assume that 
He's missing an action. He's but gone. This is when he comes out to play during World Cup. Well, that's what I'm saying. But what if what if what if it turned out he had like a, a cousin, like Dominic? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dominic. Exactly. That's, I, that's I, what I was going to say. I can see. I mean, because it's not like the world stopped because he's been missing. But I, I, look, old, old joking aside, it's it's pretty sad because the family doesn't have closure. Right. You know, and we'd like to know. I, I, I and yeah, you're right. I mean, then everybody was like, "Don't worry." In 2022, he's going to show up. It's it, not going to have a World Cup without him. And here we are. We're already going down into the uh, the 16 and and nothing. Anthony, I bet you. I bet you he's hanging out, Peter, with uh, Frank Kitchen. Anthony, Anthony, if you were to search, does anything come up from Dominic McGregor in the system? <laughs> a lot of and Connor. It, not Connor McGregor. No, I, no, I know. I'm, I'm saying there's a lot of. A lot of Connor. To a lot get of Connor. See, this is this is pre-Anthony. He doesn't appreciate the greatness. I wow. Okay. So well, Anthony because- with 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 like Andrew Gunling sound is like Joe Douglas with previous draft picks, right? Like Sam Darnold. <laughs> you, right. tr- it's, it, it, he, well, you know what? You know what? Anthony's treating all all the RJ and Andrew stuff like it was Mike McCagnan, right? And go problem. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna purge everything that they ever did. Well, I, we, let's, can we be fair for a second? We don't play Dominic McGregor clips very often. No. I don't even know that they exist as clips. We're two weeks into this thing and then nothing. There's well, nothing here. But and then nothing, and it's all gone, right? It's so he's really dead, out. Don. He's dead. Yeah. If I didn't know it existed, how did I delete it? Great point. Well, that's, that's, that's your denial. That's Something the, happened. That's Something the, happened. And, you know, and the Red Bulls, too. by the way, have Steve Cangelosi, who's great. That's right. Don, I think, I think you should take the rest of the show. What do you think? You take it off? This? Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? <laughs> He's saying you should take the rest off. Yeah, the I hear gall. The gall. The unmitigated gall. Never mitigated. That'll do it for ENN on this Wednesday evening. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.